This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. From Sylvan Park Restaurant on Northwest Broad Street, Truman Jones is on News Radio WGNS. Good morning, Rutherford County. I have two of my favorite people, Larry and Bobby Stewart, on. And we're just, uh, you guys are virtual this morning. You're not here. <laughs> That's a word we've been using a lot. I am getting so tired of hearing that. Why don't they just say there's nothing happening here? <laughs> I know it. I mean, we aren't here. We're someplace else. Yeah. Now, you guys are, y'all are pretty special because you not only uh, are really good on the air, you guys uh, taught me, uh, I don't know why I haven't had Rick Enzel on in a, in a long time. We just get kind of in a, a pattern, and, and we just stay there. And there we've got one of the best basketball, girls basketball uh, coaches in, in the world. And how, how I missed that, I don't know. Well, that's the name of the game for 2020. Yeah. You just kind of go in circles, which is what everybody's doing right now. And I think we're beginning to break out of that circle yeah. and re, retouch. And I'm using the word literally, yeah. retouch. I hugged somebody yesterday. I said, this feels so good. You know, so it wasn't Larry, though, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. But anyway, uh, we're trying to get back in touch with our friends and everybody. And it just, uh, you know, he, he got on my mind this morning because I looked at the schedule. The girls' schedule is already online, and yeah. it looks so exciting. And they and, are really loaded this I year. know, I know. Of course, with, with uh, Rick... He's going to make things better no matter how good they I know. are. He's a fantastic coach, yeah. and he's got a great staff supporting him. And yeah. uh, I just thought we needed some new blood. Larry and I are running out of stories. Well, you never run out. <laughs> I know Larry doesn't. Uh, no, Well, no. No, he's got a mind like a seal strap. Steel what's a, trap. What's a steel strap? Uh, I'm worried about that one. <laughs> Sometimes she gets steel, a bang all covered up. A steel trap. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's a it's a sign of age. No. I guess when you retur- reverse things around. But anyway, he's got a great mind and he remembers all of this stuff. Well, I it was I was so glad to hear his voice this morning because he he's, he is one of my favorite people and. Uh, the, uh, you guys know more about what's going on with the girls because y'all keep it up, uh, keep up with it all the time. And it's my understanding that uh, they have the best talent that they've had in a long time, and that's that's speaking about a lot. And, but he can do anything with talent. He's yeah. unbelievable. It seems to be that we've got a lot of talent. Of course, yeah. they hadn't played a game yet, yeah. so we'll know when they put. It seems to be. But, well, uh, I'm excited that we've yeah. got a bench. 
you know, with our game last year. Well, they got to have something to sit on. Well, you know what I'm talking about. We're going deep this uh-huh. year. Okay. Anyway, uh, when we played Western, we played everybody because mm-hmm. we were short short on players and still won the game. So that just goes to show you we've got the drive. We just need some subs. Have you heard what they're going to do about fans this year? I, I don't know. I think that it'll be uh, a social distancing mask thing if it opens. And uh, I, I looked it up, and our first basketball game, according to the schedule, that's that was posted. Now, mm-hmm. this could change, is with East Carolina on November the 10th. So, oh, we still got a while to go. Yeah, so we will, we will see. But I just hope that we can go. I don't care what the restrictions are. I just want to show up, and even if I have to cheer with a mask on, you know. You know, I've gotten to the point that I'm so dis- disgusted with all of this because sports is one thing that's kind of like our outlet. Yes. That's something we enjoyed going. And and, and, and Jackie, uh, bless her heart, she, she loved going to the girls' basketball games. That was something special. And um, it, when when you look out there and, and you see no fans, whether it's baseball or baseball is about the only thing that I watch right now uh, until the girls' basketball uh, uh, over here starts because there's something special about the way they play. And, Larry, you, you know this. Uh, the girls play more like what we grew up watching the boys play. And, and uh, it, it, there's just something that um, I, I can't really relate to men's basketball anymore. But the girls is entirely different. It's, it's The girls and men are different. Girls yeah. are for, play with finesse. And men, it's a wrestling match. Yeah, uh, They don't call many fouls, but <clears throat> now... The girls can get real physical, too. Oh, yeah. But uh, I, I enjoy watching the girls because, you know, it's, it's finesse. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but uh, we, we, we support the men, too, and uh, we go and, and we enjoy the men. But it's a different game. And uh, as far as attendance, I'm hoping all this will be over and they'll open it back up and it'll be like it used to be. But uh, if it's not, then we'll... Uh, We'll go with the flow. Yeah, I, I know you'll be there. You and Bobby will be there. Mm-hmm. And uh, but my hope is with this team that MTSU's got this year, people need to go watch them because um, I've been waiting a long time to see the type of talent that MTSU has right here. It's been a while. Yeah, but uh, we have had some some talent. You know, we've we've had Alicia Clark and the Parker girl that's still playing in the, in the WNBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had uh, we we've had some talent, but we've never had as many. It seemed like big girls as as we have. We've and, always needed length, haven't we? Yeah, we have, and you know, you can just do so much with guards. Mm-hmm. You, you need the the, the big house in there to kind of take over sometime, and I'm hoping. That we've got got this, and we got a kid, Rella Booth, who was the best kid out of high school, but then she had some problems, deaths in the family, and stuff like that. And so she's she put on some weight, she hurt her knee, 
And but you could tell that at one time she was really, really good. And I'm hoping that she'll be really, really good this year and be healthy. And uh, and go she's ahead. good at the three point play too. Mm-hmm. She can play out the post or forward, you know. So she's very talented. We just loaded with talent from what I've seen so far. Yeah. And I'm 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 excited. You and Larry have always liked to go over and watch practices, haven't you? Yeah. We anything to do with. Uh, of course, I I don't know if they're letting them in this year. Mm-hmm. We haven't been over there this year. It may be closed practice mm-hmm. because of this virus thing. But um, and then they last year they had a pre-game thing where you went and got to watch them practice and they passed out passed out a page that had the girl's picture on it the mm-hmm. number and where she's from and what position and that helps us get to know the girls i love yeah. that i love that because it showed their picture and everything yeah because when they put that uniform on it's hard for me if i don't know the number to know who's out there you actually develop a relationship with the players, don't you? I do. You and and I have a habit of picking a favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always do. So, anyway, what what kind of uh, talent do they have for them to be Bobby Stewart's favorite player? Uh, just I don't know, good attitude. Yeah. Uh, team player. Good attitude and team player. That's all I ask. But when you're watching the game, don't you from time to time, like I always did, my eyes would roll over to where Rick is because he is so animated on the sidelines. I love to watch him um, as he teaches each player as the game goes on. I know, and uh, Matt is a more animated than his dad. Uh-huh. I'll have to say that because the I remember the Western game. Deb posted some pictures, or somebody posted some pictures when the whole team. I mean, our our post players had already fouled out. They were sitting on the bench and they were cheering their hearts out and jumping up. And it showed Matt up in the air. And Deb's got some great pictures of all of this stuff. And mm-hmm. it gives you goosebumps to think about the enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. You know, here we were uh, playing our last five players, no subs left, and the excitement was just fantastic. Yeah. I wouldn't have traded it for nothing. I'm so glad that we were there and shouting and standing and stamping and just everything. I, think I get every, excited. I think everybody will have a favorite player. <clears throat> our Addie goes to the ball games with us sometimes. And her favorite was Rebecca Ruger. Yeah. And and she was a blonde-headed girl. And then we had Abby Sissom, who was blonde-headed. Mm-hmm. And Rebecca Ruger was number 22, and Abby was number 5. Mm-hmm. Well, our Addie got confused, and she said, Papa, what's Rebecca doing with a 5 on her back? I said, well, that's not Rebecca. He, she said, yes, it is. But she was confused, but she knew the number. Well, she yeah. was looking at the blonde hair, too. Yeah. So. But they were both... Our favorites, because they both could play. Well, your favorite was sitting with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, tell me, are, are, is your phone, headphone working okay? It is. But I, can, I can hear you, which is, uh, don't make it okay. But uh, yeah, yeah. 
there there's so many crazy things going on in the school system right now. And tell me how in the world you could teach on a high level with it all being virtual. It, it just it, it just floors me. And and then they changed all the um, uh, math. How you teach math? I was talking to my brother the other day, and he was saying he doesn't know how anybody these young people can learn math the way it needs to be uh, taught. I, I don't either, Truman, and uh, your brother Mike and I were. I, I taught math, yeah, uh, because I enjoyed enjoyed it, and uh, you know you you see things. See the kids doing things to to get an answer now that just really don't make any sense to me. Yeah, uh, and uh, you know they want to to do different. Well, somebody did something right back in the late forties and early fifties because you and I learned how to add and subtract and multiply, and divide fractions, and remember, and and, and and we we never forgot. Yeah, and when I was teaching eighth grade. Miss Kelton would teach fractions in the fifth grade, the sixth grade, and the seventh grade. I'd have to teach them again in the eighth grade. They'd forget. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, somebody did something right when we were in school. And uh, it wasn't that they were so much more educated back then because, you know, I don't remember ever having a teacher had a degree till they got to high school started taking agriculture. Yeah. But we learned because they knew how to get it across. And it wasn't a bunch of... Of crap going on. What scares me is that these kids aren't going to be able to do a lot of this in their head. Yeah. Subtraction, adding in your mind without having a whole sheet of paper that takes one problem. You do this and do this and do that. I think we're, to a certain extent, dubbing, dumbing down our children. They need to use the mind. Yeah, and they're using computers and everything else know, right now things to that do all you, their work. Yes, that tell you the answer. Yeah, but know. but you know, Bobby, I was talking to a lady friend uh, yesterday, and she's having to do the uh, teaching at home with all this stuff that's going on, and she said the math today is almost impossible to uh, to teach. Uh, of course, every one of us, we were taught entirely different uh, than what they are now. But why, I have never understand, why complicate something I know. That, that is not that difficult? The State Department of Education is real good at that. Uh, you know, they feel like they've always got to change something. Yeah. Well, you know, if something's working right, why would you change it? And, you know, this this new math... It's hard for us to understand because we know the old math. Yeah. Uh, you know, we used to teach metric system, mm-hmm. which everybody needs to know because this world is on metric system, everybody except us. Yeah. And if you don't know our old system of counting, metric system is pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's everything is, is based on 10. Yeah. Well, you don't have to divide by 12 or 144. It's 10 or 100. Mm-hmm. But we know this old system. And we have a hard time getting away from it. And the only thing close to a metric system we got is our money. You know, we got tens and dollars and talk. But then we'll throw a quarter in there to kind of mess up the. But uh, the metric system is real easy if you don't know the other old system. Same way with this math. Do you think it may be money that's involved 
than this because oh, yeah. if, if you think about it, all during the years, we we uh, the books were passed on to the next uh, uh, class or, or whatever. Um, seniors would pass theirs on to the after they uh, graduated, they pass it on to the next ones coming up. But now they change. They have to have some reason to change what the 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 type of books that the 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 new students are going to be taught from and and it just really uh i I get so aggravated with our system today it just seems like everything's about money and and it doesn't ever change well it used to be you adopted new textbooks every five years yeah and but the textbook would be new but the information inside would be about the same yeah but which was okay but if that's the case then why do we ha- have to adopt new t- new textbooks? If, are the other ones wore out? If they are, then I, I can understand that. But yeah. now it seems like when they adopt a new textbook, it has to be altogether different than the other one. And history is history. I don't care if your book is blue or if your book is green. History is history. Mm-hmm. And it Not don't the way need they to be messed with. Yeah. It don't need to be messed with at all. But, you know, we're we're having trouble staying away from that does anybody in is anybody in in the schools um are they designated to look at the type of material that's being taught in the classroom today and who in the world could you challenge some of the things that are taught that you and i know are not accurate it's it's more of a a political judgment than anything else well it'd be It'd be like a whipping a dead horse. I mean, we could fight it, but it's, nothing's going to change because money talks. Yeah. And we've got people in, in this system that are, that's their job, is to check and make sure that we're teaching what's right. Now, there's some things coming up nowadays that they're saying teach. I wouldn't teach. I'd quit before I'd teach it mm-hmm. and, uh, because I don't think it's right. But uh, we've got people that checks on that. And I'm sure Bill Spurlock is on top of all that. But uh, you got these outside factions that want to get their get their point across, and a lot of times their point is not the right point. Yeah. Uh, you know, teaching uh, sex education in kindergarten. Well, Whoa. I, I, I think that that needs to be taught at home. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I understand teaching science and safety and health and stuff, but, uh, you know, sometimes some things just need to be taught at home. That, that's like, and I may step on some toes here, but that's like religion. Mm-hmm. You know, school is not a place. It's not church. Mm-hmm. It's a school. And they have a law that says we got to separate church and state. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that that's where the, the private schools come in. They don't have to go with those rules so they can do it. But the public schools, uh, you know, it's it's there to learn, and that's what it should be doing, and uh, sometimes we forget that. Everybody wants their own agenda, and that that goes for parents and uh, grandparents and everybody. They they think their kid is the most important kid in school, and that's the way it should be, but you can't treat them that way. Yeah, so for you have to look at things differently a lot of times, especially as a principal, 
as to what's going on in, in each classroom. And you really never had this trouble back when you were uh, a principal at Las Casas, did you? No, because times were different. I'll give you a far instance. We had Ed Flora. Everybody in the world knew Ed Flora. Oh, yes. And he would come up to school every year and give out Bibles for the Gideons mm -hmm. the fifth grade. Mm -hmm. He would call and say, Larry, can I come mm -hmm. up? And I said, yes, you can. Well, I got in trouble for that. Well, I didn't get in trouble. I got chastised by, by somebody in, in charge. And I told him, I said, well, we had uh, 65 fifth graders. Mm hmm and I got one complaint. Now, if I don't pass them out, I'll get 64 complaints. Mm -hmm. So I know what I'm going to do. And, uh, but, you know, that, that was back in the day. They would say, well, this person that complained said, I don't want my child taking something from a stranger. Yeah. Well, Ed Florida was no stranger to anybody. I mean, she didn't know Ed Florida, but uh, he was a Gideon. And that was enough. Uh, but anyway, you know, it, and then... Uh, I let my mouth overload my, you know what? Yeah. She said, well, I'm a devout Christian. I said, I have my doubts about that. And I shouldn't have said that, but it was it was what I believed, and so I said it, and that pretty much ended that conversation. Yeah. The, the way a person thinks, doesn't. Uh, the real reason they think doesn't always come to the forefront. But I have never seen a time like today or or maybe even the last 20 years where things have changed so much and and, and it seems to be moving more to the negative side uh, people are are just they're 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 not as welcoming as they used to be that it, it seems like it's all based on anger than rather on the real things that are are uh, are really important. A lot of it is based on anger. Way too much of it. Yeah. And uh, it's like the old saying, why can't we just all get along? Mm -hmm. Well, those days are probably over. We had an assistant principal retired in here this morning, and we were talking. She said, Larry, it's not like it was when we were there. And I mm -hmm. said, no, it's not. Certainly not. Well, how can the world can we ever get it back? Is, well, is it gone forever? We're going to have to start standing up to some of these factions that are just fly by night, you know, and want their agendas heard and everything. We're going to have to start standing up to them. Uh, they're about to push us in the river, and we're going to have to take a stand one of these days. Yeah. And uh, the time is getting closer and closer. Well, you know, I was watching uh, uh, the news, and they were showing how uh, I'm not an NFL fan anymore. For what's going on there, you can't turn politics into sports. And what I saw was a majority of the people, when the players all stood around and they had their political agenda, the fans started booing, and I mean loud. And it looks like that uh, it, they've got the attention of the fans and and the people who are the money people. And they're not very happy with what's going on right now. And it's about time. It is. And uh, I saw something the other day where one year in Dallas, there was about 10 police officers that got killed. Yeah. They wanted to, to put their name or pictures on their uniforms. The NFL said no. But look at them now. Yeah. 
I mean, they, they, they're, when, u- they're eulogizing a rapist. Yeah. Which is, and they didn't even, they didn't even eulogize nine one one. Yeah. So it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. I can't imagine what the family of this rapist is thinking now. Yeah. Well, uh, if you look at uh, the ones that the police uh, have uh, ha- had to kill, or, or wh- however the situation was at the time, every one of them had a record. Uh, and it, it, it wasn't a, a record that you would be proud of. No. And it, it, they've all automatically become heroes. Mm-hmm. And then you got the police officers out there, just like the two that were shot over in L.A. And uh, I mean, they have it on tape where he just walks up I and know. just tries to murder them. And, and uh, they've been in the hospital, and thank goodness they're getting better. But you don't see anybody out there uh, in the streets uh, uh, supporting those particular officers. And I think the, the police officers are some of the biggest heroes that we've got in, in, in this country, that, and, and the, you need the, to support them. And the military. Yeah, yeah, and the military. And what about the little kid that was five-year-old that was riding his bicycle in the front yard, and, and a thug came up and shot him in the head, yeah. point blank. Yeah. You know, you don't hear much about that. Now, that's the kind of kid we need to, to Eulogize. Put, put pictures of. Yeah. Yes. But, I mean, he was only five years old. And I don't understand how anybody can just walk up and shoot him ex- execution style yeah. like that. Well, if you take if, a life, if you go to a movie and and see what the real subject matter is in movies, Hollywood is really they they they've gone uh, to the to the bad side. They really have. I remember when Hollywood would put out movies. That would have, uh, you know, real love there. They, they, they would have heroic people that were there, uh, like the, Funny. they would be the police officers or, or the military. They were big supporters of the military. Now, I, I, they don't support anything. It's all dark stuff. Yeah, it, it really is. And, and none of it I can support. And, and one of these days, they're going to regret it because people are going to stop watching movies you could go back and watch the old movies of the 30s and the 40s and the 50s and you don't see any of this type of anger and and hate i mean it's just really i've never seen anything like it well it's it's got to change and people are not watching pro sports anymore no i'm one of them and uh of course tv is going to keep them going but one of these days if they all go broke and those people that are making millions to dribble a basketball have to get out and work like you and I did. Uh, they're going to say, hey, you know, we did something wrong. And uh, but maybe, maybe they will. I don't know. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Larry and Bobby Stewart. From Sylvan Park Restaurant on Northwest Broad Street, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5-101.9, AM 1450, and streaming online at WGNSRadio.com. Hey, fellas, I want to encourage you to take care of your health. 
It's easier than you think at Low T Center. They're reinventing the doctor's visit, making it quick and easy to get all your levels checked, not just your testosterone levels. They offer a comprehensive health assessment so you know all the numbers important to your health. If you've been tired, grumpy, have lack of motivation and drive, or if you've noticed weight gain or loss of muscle mass, those could all be signs of low testosterone levels, low thyroid, or even sleep apnea. Low T Center will help you determine the cause of your symptoms and will help you get back to feeling your best. It all starts with their quick and easy health assessment and is covered by most health insurance. Low T Center's concierge medicine, exclusively for men, and now they offer monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments, providing convenience and additional health monitoring measures for your safety, including a take-home blood pressure monitoring cuff. Self-injected home treatments are just $135 a month for self-pay or covered by most health insurance. Schedule your health assessment now at LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Our people, that's the difference. Maples Realty and Auction. I'm Betsy Maples-Taylor with Maples Realty and Auction Company in Murfreesboro. It's a great time to book an auction. Dates are filling up fast for fall auctions. The Maples team will come to your property and do a free, no-obligation analysis to determine if an auction is the best option for you. For more information, visit MaplesRealtyAndAuction.com or call 615-896-4740. Maples Realty and Auction. With all the financial headlines, are you wondering if your retirement savings will last? The market's ups and downs can keep you guessing, especially if you're approaching retirement or considering it. Hi, I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Lee Colvin. If you have more questions than answers about what's next, let's work together to help ensure you're prepared for your journey. Stop by our office in the Public Shopping Center on South Rutherford Boulevard or give us a call at 615-907-7056. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. For 80 years, Roscoe Brown has been the trusted name in heating, cooling, and plumbing for Middle Tennessee homeowners and businesses. Throughout the years, our number one goal has been to accurately assess your HVAC and plumbing systems. With four locations in Middle Tennessee, we provide 24-7 assistance by calling 1-888-MY-ROSCOE. Turn to the experts at Carrier and Roscoe Brown. People you know, a name you trust. RoscoeBrown.com. An update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. A Murfreesboro nail salon technician was arrested for committing a sex crime against a customer during a COVID-19 home appointment September 6th. A 37-year-old customer booked a home appointment for a manicure and pedicure with 39-year-old Nam Din of Nails So Happy on Las Casas Pike. Victim reported Din attempted to kiss her and touched her inappropriately. Murfreesboro Police Department Special Victims Unit Detective Tommy Roberts interviewed the victim who only knew Din by the name of John. She was able to pick him out of a photo lineup. He's out of jail after posting a $3,500 bond. He'll appear in Rutherford County General Sessions Court September 28th. Murfreesboro PD's Internal Affairs Office conducted an investigation that ended with a recommended termination. Officer Chris Norville was accused of failing to return department ammunition after a three-day class that he was teaching. Norville's a firearms instructor for the police department, and reports indicate he obtained 8,000 rounds of ammo for the class, but only returned 1,000 of them. That means officials say that Norville only returned about a third of what he should have returned. Investigators allegedly found 3,000 rounds of rifle ammunition and 1,800 rounds of 9mm ammunition in his home. The rounds were practice rounds. Norville said he kept the rounds for a future class. The investigation concluded with a proposed 20-day suspension of Norville, but a captain recommended he be terminated. Memphis-based FedEx going on a hiring spree to prepare for the holiday season. 
company announced it had plans to bring on some 70,000 workers, mainly seasonal employees. Once again this year, the delivery service expects a big boost come the holiday buying season. They also announced an increase in shipping rates starting in January. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. Now's the time to start teaching good financial habits to your children, and we're here to help. Hi, I'm Nancy with Heritage South Community Credit Union. Our chipmunk and squirrel saver accounts help your child learn how to save and reward them for regular deposits or good grades. Our team cash accounts help your team learn to manage their money wisely and have options to build their credit. To learn more, visit our website, HeritageSouth.org, insured by the NCUA. At Bud's Tire Pros, they care about those who live and work here because you're a big part of what makes this place great. This is Kay Mitchell at Bud's Tire. Come by and see us at Bud's Tire, 3600 East Main Street, or call 896-TIRE. They will be here through the good times and the uncertain times. For those who are out on the road, stop in today to see their full lineup of Michelin tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin has a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, they're essential, they're open, they're local. Visit them online at BudsTireProsTN.com. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good neighbor weather. We'll see a few spotty rain showers here this afternoon with partial sunshine developing a high in the mid-80s. Winds out of the southeast of 5 to 10 miles per hour. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently in 69. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes. For Premier Six Theater, they're now open. From Sylvan Park Restaurant on Northwest Broad Street, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5-101.9, AM1450, and streaming online at WGNSRadio.com. They're about the only two that I really learned from. I didn't learn anything from Maldine Bolin. Jesus. You didn't like Maldine Bolin. Well I believe we're back. Well, <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> I hope Wadine Bowen. Maldine. Maldine. Maldine Bowen. She would not be listening to the radio. I'm no. Sure. No, she passed away. Uh, tell, tell him why you didn't like her. Well, she taught home ec, mm-hmm. among other things. Of course, they taught two or three subjects. I thought the ladies liked home ec back in those days. Not me. Oh, really? No, I liked... Uh, uh, Bookkeeping, typing, those type of classes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not a. You wanted to work I'm outside not a, the house. I guess I'm not a dyed in the wool homemaker. Now my sisters are. Mm-hmm. They sew, cook, and do all that good stuff, but not me. But I had to take it. Yeah. And and I didn't know fashion. Even if I knew fashion, I couldn't dress fashion. Mm-hmm. So one time, she called me up in front of the class. I had on a print top and a striped skirt. Mm -hmm. And she said, this is a perfect example of what not to wear together. Oh, whoa. I know. That's not nice. No, it wasn't nice. 
You don't embarrass uh, young people like that. Well, you shouldn't. No. You shouldn't. No. Never. But, but, you know, it taught me don't wear prints and stripes together. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, she was, uh, she catered to the students who had pull or money. Mm-hmm. And, uh, which was very but, few at Folsom High School. Well, yeah, but we had two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did. We had two. You know, things, uh, I, I look back in my old annual every once in a while. Uh, central and uh, I, especially in the senior and junior classes I noticed that home ec was the biggest draw for ladies because you would you, you would see the ones that uh, it would separate them as to the type of uh, classes they, they would have and uh, I, I was always amazed at some of the ladies who were just extremely bright and you would not think that they would be um, going to home ec classes, but yet they would be. Well, it was a very popular class back then, but it just wasn't for me. But well, back then, ladies, uh, a lot of them expected to be married and mm-hmm. be taking care of a family. And we've gotten so far away from that. We, we have. Uh, back then, most women stayed in the home. Yeah. And the girls in high school figured, well, I may be an airline stewardess one of these days, but I know if I live long enough, I'm going to be a woman, a wife, and a mother, hopefully in that order. Mm-hmm. And so I need to take home ec. And, and I agree 100%. But is that really relevant in this day and time? Probably home not. Ec? Probably no. not. Because no. you take bookkeeping and stuff, and then you work at State Farm, mm-hmm. uh, like somebody at this table did. Yeah. Well, somebody had to support the well, family. They did. Well, they did. see, it was a good thing my sisters took home ec mm-hmm. because mother and I worked outside the home mm-hmm. to make money to survive. But my sisters got off the school bus, went in the house, and they started supper, planned supper, had it cooked and on the table when we got home from work. Mm-hmm. But I inherited washing the dishes. Yeah. You know, and mother was getting everything ready for the next day. So, you know, you have your little niche. Mm-hmm. That you grew up in, and you grow out from that. Yeah. And I didn't learn to cook till we had been married two or three years. I mean, seven years. <laughs> but you know, we we survived on beanie weenies, Vienna sausage, homemade pizzas. I learned to make a homemade pizza, mm-hmm. which was cheap. Yeah. You know, and so we didn't eat high on the hog when we were in college or thereafter for a while. But I think I'm a pretty good cook now. You are. Most <laughs> certainly are. Come Ooh, on. I sneaked Come. up on the <laughs> Well, I can tell by looking at him. He, you're a great cook. Well, well, well after 58 years, you do learn to yeah. When, when, when are you going to start coming with Larry to these big events like uh, the Kittrelham breakfast coming up? Uh, well, Saturday to me, that like. is a, a men's get-together, more, more or less. I know ladies go, but uh, I just, I don't know. We don't, men today don't watch what they're saying like they used to when they're around the ladies we used to be very very careful about what we would say now it's just wide open 
Well, I would be afraid I would put a damper on y'all's little party. So, you know. I can tell you, as long as Larry and I have been eating uh, in different places and take the ham breakfast when we're just kind of loose with our tongues and things like that, he has always been very complimentary toward you, Bobby. Oh. He, he, he always says <laughs> extremely <laughs> nice things. I don't believe you. Oh, come on. Wrong, come my on. <laughs> come on. Say that again. Yeah. <laughs> well, we should be. Yeah. The ladies are what makes us what we are today. They really are. And, you know, even in, in the old days when a lot of the ladies were not uh, going to work in jobs, uh, and be one of the big supporters of the family. I still believe that the ladies have always been the backbone of our country because you took care of all the kids. You made sure that they were educated in the proper manner. And there was just something special about it that when, when you controlled the house like they did back in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s, Things were a whole lot better during that time. And, and I think that with the kids not having that in today's time, a lot of them, it, it, it really does. You, you, you can see the difference in the way that the young people act and, and those type things. And, and, the, and probably much better in the school system because the moms mm-hmm. were, were teaching them all the things. The proper thing. I want to give you, for instance, yeah. our great grandson had his first flag football game the other day. Oh, wow. And naturally, the coach got him the ball and he just started running the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And the coach was running around him, telling him to turn and go the other way. Well, he, he scored a touchdown, but I think he stepped out of bounds. He doesn't know what the out of bounds line was. This was their first game. Mm-hmm. And he's, what, five years old. Oops. But anyway, his best friend, Jace, uh, is being raised by his grandparents, and they dressed him that morning, and they pulled his shorts way up, and no kid wears their shorts way up. Yeah. And he was standing out there next to Miles, mm-hmm. our great-grandson, and A.S., <laughs> my granddaughter, stood up and said, wait, hold it. So she goes out there, pulls Jace's shorts down to his waist, and she said, okay, y'all can go well and play now. She said, I just couldn't let him play with his shorts up under his arms like that. But grandparents and granddad dressed him. So, you know, she just said, I couldn't let him play like that. So she went running out there and fixed his shorts. And, you know, that made me feel good. Yeah, And we had a, another picture when they were doing the virtual learning and staying at home and stuff, mm-hmm. he was standing up with his headphones on his computer and his left hand over his heart saying the Pledge to Allegiance. Oh, well, and his, his teacher, but even though they're not there, she makes them say the Pledge to the Allegiance. That's pledge good. Allegiance to the flag. And yeah. I thought, well, way to go. Way to go. We, used, we did it every morning. Yeah. For, for 12 years. And, and, and enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, we it was just, it was habit forming. Yeah, you know you can have you can have good habits as well as bad habits. It takes you two or three weeks to change, but once you get into it, it's like praying. If you get used to praying when you go to bed at night, it's something that you cannot go to sleep without doing. That's what I have found in my life. And um, you know the the times have changed a lot, mm-hmm. but some things have stayed the same. I remember when I was a freshman in high school, 
the principal would come around every every Monday morning and want to know if anybody wanted to help in the cafeteria that week. Well, you got all you wanted to eat, plus you got to be about ten minutes late going back to your class after lunch. Now that was important to me, yeah. and so I volunteered. I thought, and I found out later that I got picked every day, every week. I got picked, and it wasn't because I was such a good worker. But some days I'd go to school and didn't have any lunch money. Mm. Mr. Albert Clark, principal, noticed that. He let me work. Now, he was giving me my lunch. I was working for it. But it wasn't no big deal. I mean, it was just he knew I needed it, and so he saw to it that I got it. And, you know, Roger Brunton was like that. I was like that. Joe Shelton was like that. You know, if we had all the money back, but we'd give lunch monies uh, to kids, we, we could drive a new truck. You know, sometimes the mamas would fix lunch for the children but back when you and I were going to school. And, and, I, and for some reason, uh, a lot of the kids who had, you know, the money and di- didn't worry about those things, sometimes they would kind of look down on the kids mm-hmm. that brought, because I was one of those kids that would bring food with me, my, my lunch. And uh, it was, um, did you ever have... Uh, fish. Uh, I think it was. Uh, I don't remember what kind of fish it was. But when I was in uh, grade school, uh, they would cook fish for us, but the bones were still in it. And I remember I had a. I swallowed a big piece of uh, fish, and there was a bone stuck in it. And then it stuck in my throat. Now, they were well equipped to take care of that. You know how they did it? Hit you on the back with a paddle. No, truck. no, no, no. They would, you would eat the cornbread. Cornbread would take it down mm-hmm. without a, any damage. I imagine the fish with bones was probably cheaper back then. Well, uh, it probably was. I'm sure, uh, that uh, first year when I went to the one room schoolhouse, we didn't have a cafeteria or anything. Everybody in school had a, a bucket with a bale on it. That's what you got molasses in. You'd save me, that's what you brought your lunch in. Mm-hmm. Every day, my mama would fix me a ham and biscuit from breakfast or two and put it in mine. And I would want to hide and eat because other kids had bologna, you know, sandwiches. But I had to eat the old ham. Now, people would kill for what I was ashamed to eat back in 1948 at school. Uh, but this is the way it goes. Well, we had that high-level bologna over at Brown's store. Oh, it did. <laughs> I mean... Uh, Mo had a way of putting it on in between bread that nobody else could do. And uh, uh, Ben especially, and then Buddy, they had a certain way of cutting it. Yeah. They'd say uh, how how thick you wanted, and you'd show them with your fingers. Well, that, it would start out that thick. Yeah. But it wind up a whole lot thicker. Oh, it thinned out. Because you weighed it, and that's how you figured out how much it cost. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and they had an old knife that was crooked as a dog's hind leg, and so. But they used it to perfection. Do you, do you think Buddy Brown is in heaven right now? I guarantee and, and he is. He's got him a little store up there somewhere. I hope he does. Yeah. And I hope he's got some some Pepsi colas in the bottle or whatever he used to sit over there, and he'd get him a drink, and he'd take a drink, and then he'd put his hand on top of it. Mm-hmm. Or lay something on it, and I thought, what in the world is Buddy Brown doing? I never did do it, but one day a fly got in my drink, and then it hit me. Hey, that's why they put their hand over it. But, well, you know, they say that when you die, the Lord gives you a job that where your talents lie. 
Oh, me, I'm in trouble. <laughs> no, 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 no. He knows you. He'll pick what you're good at, and that's that will be your job. That's what I say. I'm in trouble. <laughs> I don't know anything I'm oh, good at. Oh, he's got a place for loafers up there. Yeah. Too. Oh, has he? Yeah. Well, will that be in, in Buddy's store and all of us that are in there? That would probably be the hangout place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, well, I've never di- seen a place like that in my life. Yeah, when you there. die, yeah. the Lord will give you a job where your talents lie. So where what will you be doing, Bobby? I don't know. I hope it's something nice. I'd like to be a, a guardian or an angel over children, oh, keep them from good. getting hurt. Yeah, that would be perfect. I think most ladies would like to do that. Yeah. Um, men, we're just, I don't know what it is. We just don't fit in any of type of classifications like the ladies do. The ladies are so kind-hearted and so smart and and maybe that's why we were made hunters. We would we would go out and shoot things and and uh, kind of be out on our own. And yeah, well, I can more I can see y'all is talking talking to to people and straightening them out and just guiding them. You know, the best job in the whole world, I still believe, is being a law enforcement officer. But but the way, you know, they're so good now. But I remember the old days, we were we would uh, patrol around. We would stop. We'd go and talk to the people in their homes and kind of see how everything was going, if they had any problems. You, you don't really have the time to do that anymore. And, no. and that's, a, that's a sad thing. You could, it scares me that we don't have any good new people training for that right now so i I think we do but but they're under different guidelines right now bobby and and it's uh sometimes the legal system kind of makes a few errors in how the law enforcement are uh uh, the police officers are supposed to react to different things yeah because i can remember uh when we would uh, be out late at night and we'd get behind a car that was obviously had a drunk driver in it and we would stop him and if he was close to home well, one of us would if we we're two to a car one of us would get out and drive the car over there and we'd take uh him uh, to the house sometimes the the wives were not happy with us <laughs> but, but we we would make sure that yeah we corrected the, the situation before yeah. we left. sometimes you uh you you you, you do you it don't with your always heart. have to come across yeah as an authority figure to come across as a friend yeah and just say you know i'm gonna help you out of this this time let's just try to do better yeah yeah i think we need a little leeway and things like that don't be come don't come across as so hardcore yeah uh, but we want the police officers to do their job but we were allowed to do it back yes then. yes and, and, and most of us but there are people well, out there it. that are watching you to see what little mistake you make there's going to be people out there that are constantly waiting for the shoe to drop for you, yeah. and that's sad. They're yeah, called community is. saviors. They think that that's their job. It's no, true. they just hate. That's yeah. what it is. They want to yeah. cause trouble. Yeah, but anyway. Did you ever read your little Oh, thing? well, the only thing I wanted to say is MTSU has our first home game this Saturday, the 19th. At 3 o'clock, it's going to be on ESPN2. And uh, don't forget, there's no tailgating yet. Oh, uh, th- this Saturday? 
Mm-hmm. I'll have my uh, big TV. Oh yes, you will. I'll, I'll have it. I'll be able to watch it. Now it, on, the, won't, won't, on the on the web. Turn it on. It's probably so complicated like <laughs> they are now. Yeah. Uh, would you come over and and, and well, make it uncomplicated? Well, well, listen. Bear one of them to get it on the ESPN and then just weld it on there. Well, what Jan and Jan and Susie had to set ours up for us. Yeah. Do you have two TVs since you and uh, uh, Larry probably? Well, we have don't thre- like we have three. We have three. Yeah. Do you ever sit there together and yes. and, and look at a yeah. show? Yeah. Yeah. Usually when we're eating, eating lunch or eating supper, because uh-huh. we, when the children were growing up, we would not let them eat in the in the den. Mm-hmm. We ate at the table, yeah, which was good at the time. But when we became empty nesters, mm-hmm. uh, we thought what fun it would be to eat while we watched TV. <laughs> so we do. You don't that. watch national news, why? Why? Oh you're... no, 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 uh, no. We no. watch Lone Star Law, and uh, what is that? Oh, it's. It's Texas Game Wardens. Yes. It's, oh. You need to watch it. It's really good. And, uh, and of course, you got Andy Griffith and Gunsmoke and Maverick things. If Andy Griffith is on and, and uh, it's one of the old Andy Griffiths, I will watch it no matter what else is on. Black and white. Yeah, yeah. 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 You were talking the other day about Opie throwing the rock in the pond. Yeah. Do you know that there's somebody behind that bush that throws the rock? Because they was afraid Opie couldn't get it there. If you'll look, you can see this rock coming out from behind the bush. Because uh, he was, I think, I think he was on when that show first started. He was only five years old. and He didn't have an arm on him, mm-hmm. so they rigged it so somebody threw the rock. Now I've been watching that thing for <laughs> yeah. since it started so early sixties. I think. That, I, said, oh, I watched that and I've never seen it. And I hadn't, but when I started looking for it, there it was. Are you sure that it wasn't brainwashing? Somebody put it in no, your mind. No, 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 no. I've, I've got well, now I've got a little bitty TV right now until I get my uh, new one uh, Friday, and, and uh, I'm not sure I can see it. You can see it if if you want to see it. Now you're sitting over there not wanting to see it, so you no, me no, right. no, no, no. Oh, okay. But anyway, back to TVs. I've got my TV. He likes the old stuff constantly, mm-hmm. but every too. once in a while I want to watch something more new. So if there's a movie coming on, that a chick flick or something like that, I watch it in my bedroom on my TV. And then there's a bed. There's a bedroom upstairs that's got a TV. What have you seen worth watching that's new? Well. Uh, I don't know. They're not so new. She watches the ID channel a lot. I do, you know, and have. I watch A and E. Oh, uh, maybe an old movie Turner that Cla- he would. Turner Classic Movies is yes. real got real good old movies. On show on this dish that we've got, it's called How It Really Happened, mm-hmm. and they take cases. They've had the, the Francis Davidson, you know, out in Waco, Texas. That. I've had all that. They've had that on. And it's, it's narrated. Really to watch I'll tell you who it's narrated by. Hal Harper. He's Hill a, Harper. Hill Harper. I'm sorry. But he looks like, what was that? Play? Grant Hill. Grant Hill from the basketball. North Carolina? Yeah. He looks just like Grant Hill. Could be his twin brother, younger twin brother. 
he's very knowledgeable and he's the narrator and how it really happened they had john benet ramsey on and they've had just different documentaries on about people and it sheds some new light on some of this stuff and the i Cyril like that Keller Durst, oh yeah That's, you remember that guy yeah he was if me and aaron he just started killing people his wives mm. while, while i'm thinking about it we want to remember alvin wilson's family alvin yeah. is having some real health issues right now and uh, we want the family to know that we're thinking about him. He fell yesterday and broke his hip. Bless his heart. And uh, he needs our prayers right now. And we need prayers for one of my favorite people, Janie Waddell, also, uh, and uh, Young. And uh, she's she's going through a rough time right now. And she's one of uh, my favorite people in our class. I mean, she was just as sweet as she could be and and always has been. She's one of those people that she, she'll take care of any, anybody around her rather than herself. So, the One of your classmates was here this morning, wasn't he? Was T-Bone Rowlett in your class? No, but he was close. He, was, he might have been a year before you. Yeah. 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 He's, he's one of MTSU's biggest fans. He is now. Yeah. He, he, he gets with you. Do you, when you're watching a, a basketball game, even the girls' basketball, Larry, do do you kind of go back to your old days when you were playing, when you're sitting there watching it and wondering why they're not doing it your way? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but I have people sitting around me that are referees. This one right here is one of them. Hannah Weatherspoon. I have one seen of them. her stand and up. Doctor yeah. Mike Knight's wife is one of them, and Ed Reasonover's wife. And I, as, as long as I've been going to the ball games, that bunch that sets up there in section F have not missed a call, not a one. <laughs> and you know, you know, Bobby will turn around to Hannah and say, "Did I get that right?" Hannah said, "You sure did." So they always agree with each other. See, but uh, have you ever had a referee just stand up when they see you? Uh, um, saying that they they made a bad call and maybe go up to the first or second step and no, offer you. No, offer no, you, no, offer no. You. We've got no. a look. We've got a look every once in a while, but no. that's far as it goes. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't want. I don't want that. You, well, I could remember back in the old days when you can do this. Uh, we were we were out at Rockville. We were having a scrimmage game with Clifton Tucker's <laughs> girls. Mm-hmm. And Gary Eakes was trying to become a, a good official, and so he was out there refereeing. Mm-hmm. And Clifton Tucker was raising Kane. Now, this was a scrimmage game. Yeah. And Gary stopped the game and went over and said, Mr. Tucker, if you'll be quiet, I can hear what Miss Tucker's saying. I can learn something about this game. <laughs> Clifton Tucker never said another word the rest of the game. <laughs> Gary Eakes got him pretty good. You know, some people could do that. Oh, yeah. we I can't remember his name, but we had a referee that did basketball games for years, and I can't think of his name. If you mention it, he he was a master at that. I mean, if somebody was really giving him a hard time, oh. even Joe, uh, Joe Shelton, well, he, he well, was unbelievable. Burl Crowell was Burl another. Yes, that's Burl who Crowell. I was. Yeah. Street was another one. Yes, yeah. those are the two I had on my mind, and yeah. I could not remember their names. Yeah. One was kind of chunky, and one was... Skinny. Yeah. And then there was one guy from downfield named W.K. Foster. Mm-hmm. And uh, he worked with Bill Pack's crew and stuff. But, boy, back in the day, and I can remember in that old gym at Las Casas, 
after the game was over, we'd go up. I had a little office up at a little cubby hole up there. We'd go up there and we'd sit and talk till one o'clock in the morning. Oh, my. And uh, Gabby and Burrow would have to go. Gabby had to go back to Winchester playing. Uh, you could see Burrow Crowell doing a Kentucky game on Saturday afternoon back. That's when they played them. And then he'd be over to College Grove with the elementary tournament referee in that night. Isn't he, that something? He, he just loved it. Yeah, yeah. He loved being with people, and that's why he was so well-liked. Yeah. I got to go, guys. I got to go give the clinic some of my blood. So. Well, <laughs> oh, my. Bless They'll be heart. glad to get it. <laughs> I'll see you all later. Bye-bye. Thank you for coming, Bobby. Okay. Well, I guess we've really run out of time. Well, we have. She's not leaving much early, is she? No, no. Bless her heart. Anything you want to say uh, uh, with a passing word or whatever? I can't. I think I've said about all I know. This but is the first time that's ever happened. It is, but I do want to people to remember Albert Wilson. Yeah. He's one of my all-time favorite people. And Miss Janie. Yeah. And uh, I know that everybody has people in their mind right now that are maybe suffering, that are good friends, family members, or whatever, and... Uh, well, I, uh, I always be sure that you put in a good prayer for those people I at night. Talked to one of uh, me and you. I talked to one of our dear friends of the day, uh, Joe Feeney. Yep. And Joe said, "Tell you hi." And I talked to Joe a lot, and he's uh, he's doing pretty good. He's hanging in there. How do you talk to him? Because aren't they quarantined over yeah, there? Yeah, well, they talk on the phone. Oh, okay. They just can't get out going where you can't go see them. But uh, yeah. Yeah, that's one of the worst things about this virus. It, yeah. it, it, people are just uh, almost separated from the whole world while this thing's going on, and I can't stand it. Uh, I don't like it either. You know, it's just finally got to where you can go get a haircut. And, yeah. But, uh, I got a brother that's in the nursing home down in Nashville, and uh, I carried him to get a haircut right before Christmas, mm-hmm. and he hadn't been back since because they can't get out of the – nobody can come in, nobody can go out, so – I hadn't seen him, but I would think he'd be looking a little woolly unless he's chopping on it himself. It look like Grizzly Adams by now. <laughs> I would say so. Well, thanks, Larry. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And, and thank you and Bobby for the hint that it's been a while since I have had my favorite basketball coach on route, uh, Rick Emsley, and, and he's going to be on Tuesday. And, and I guess a lot of y'all will be here at Silver We'll Silver be Park. here, and uh, J.D., our friend J.D. Kennedy, mm-hmm. and uh, J.D.'s excited about our new player that's coming in from Russia. Yeah. Because J.D. speaks fluent Russian. And I know what it's like to be away from home, but I could I could con- have a conversation when I went away from home. It was still miserable. And if this girl don't speak any English, she'd probably be glad to sit down and talk to old J.D., and he's, he'd be very entertaining. How did you learn how to speak Tennessee English as opposed to K- Kentucky English? Well, I had to learn on the fly. Yeah. I learned it over on January Street. And that was a great book. Well, place. it was. Zane Cantrell taught me how to speak Tennessee English while I was away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you in the morning at 9. And J.D.'s going to be on in the morning. So well, that's, that's, We're doing every other day, I reckon. Well... You know, when you've got great guests, I mean, why why would you? Well, you're gonna have you're gonna have to branch out a little bit, true. Well, okay, I will. All right, all right, we'll see you.
from Sylvan Park Restaurant on Northwest Broad Street. It's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming online at WGNSRadio.com. 